Um, so just very briefly, in this week's Parsha, it talks about challah. Now, challah, we're used to, when you go into the store, you buy challah. But challah is actually the name for the special uh, gift that the Torah says that you give to the Kohanim. Uh, there's actually 24 gifts. Uh, the Torah says that one must give to the Kohen. And we got a representative over here. He gets 24 gifts. Uh, the, reason, the reason being, the Kohanim were singled out in the sense that they served in the temple. They did the work in the Bet HaMikdash. And they basically represented the entire Jewish community. Within the land of Israel, the uh, Kohanim did not have any property. They did not inherit the land of Israel. Uh, they uh, were supposed to be supported by the rest of the Jewish people, and they were supposed to uh, various different gifts. There's 24 gifts that the Torah said that the Jewish people need to give to the Kohanim and make sure that they're taken care of them. One of them is the gift of challah, which we read in our weeks, in this week's Parsha. Uh, the Torah says that the first part of their dough, uh, when you make a dough and you're baking bread, and you should give a piece of that. The Torah doesn't define exactly how much it has to be. It has to be uh, a gift, though. It has to be a nisina, as Rashi says. It has to be something uh, important that you give to the Kohen. And I guess the, the idea over here is that the Torah says you give from the beginning, is that one needs to know that whatever he has is not really his, but really it's a gift of Hashem. So if you have something, God has granted you uh, good fortune or uh, that you're able to make challah or anything else, that's why the, from the grain you give truma to the Kohen and then there's various different things that you own, Hashem wants you to share. Hashem wants you to give. As I said many times also, um, uh, the Rebbe points out that really, God feeds everyone. Uh, like I said, the Pesach says, God feeds everybody. Now, even though sometimes it goes through different handles, but it really comes from God. So why does the poor person need to come on to the uh, distribution? Somebody else has to give it to him. So why doesn't God give him directly? So how come some people get directly from God and some people have to get through other people? If God is giving it to them, he can give it to them directly. Why does he have to give it to other people? And the Rebbe points out that because God wanted that there should be kindness in the world. God wanted that people should be kind, that there should be the idea of benevolence, of charity, of giving. If everybody had, and nobody had to give, and I think that if you look at it, once Baruch Hashem, the Jewish people have become more affluent, and people can afford a lot of things themselves. It wasn't like that all the time. In history, Jew, Jewish people were poor. They were denied opportunities. They didn't have, they couldn't really uh, live, uh, you know, America. We have the American dream. So everybody can be part of it. But people, it wasn't always like that. And at that time, when people had very little, they needed each other. So people like would do. If you had a, let's say you had a bar mitzvah, the whole town would cook for the bar mitzvah. You had a bris. It was everybody's business. Somebody, it was just like a, a community, like a kibbutz. It was like everybody was involved in it. But today, you know, you go out, you hire a caterer, you pay him a couple of dollars, and you say, look, I don't need no favors from nobody. You know, I just pay for it, and that's it. But what it does is it separates people. It separates people from each other, and everybody is like, mind your own business. You know, I do my thing, you do your thing. 
and we don't need each other. That's not the way it was in Morocco, right? And that's not the way it was in Itivot. In those, the people were together. They needed each other. So it's a blessing, but it's also somehow brings, separates people. People so even. Don't give them proper so, why okay, so here, so, <laughs> so the point over here is that the Rebbe said is that we need each other. And we, in the essence is, maybe financially we don't need each other because, you know, sometimes we can manage, but we still need emotionally each other. It's that, that piece of it that we can provide support for one another, care, friendship, and things like that. That's, that's, that's very important. That still didn't change. So we have to see to it to find ways in which we can interact and, 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 and help each other out in, the, in other ways. So even if we don't need each other in a financial way, but at least to be there for each other. We used to have a, 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 a fellow lived in the shul of a shalom, you know, people know him. His name was Mr. Schneider. And many of the Yochanan remembers him. But he, he, he had, he, he, he's, he's, he, he became close to Yiddishkeit. And then again, but one thing bothered him, he would complain, he says, he says he doesn't like when some, he found out that some people were going up to New Hampshire like by themselves. He says, why don't you tell the whole show so we can all go together? He's like, don't do things by yourself. You know, he says, we got to do it. Everything, camaraderie, he says, he was very much into doing things together so that we are there for each other. So challah is one of the mitzvahs. Uh, fortunately, today, uh, the Kohen don't have to wait for the challah. They have their property, Baruch Hashem. But the Ebishter should give us all that we should have, uh, you know, what we need, but still not lose sight of what it means to be together and to uh, friendship and support for one another. Why do they don't give us property? Mr. Bogan, Mr. Bogan. Why do they don't give us property?